Why sober is dope? Why not? Why not? Why not be great? Why not set an example? You sober curious? Come on board. If you struggling, don't be afraid. Fear's not an option. We want transformation. We want people to live. If you sober-minded, then you're clear-headed. You're closer to the source. You're closer to the all. You're closer to a higher vibration. Why is sober is dope? Because sobriety is life. There's no fear. There's no anxiety. There's no depression. There's no running from your problems. It's facing your fears. Facing everything. No doubt. No going backwards. It's upward mobility. We moving forward. Let's time the man up. Okay, it's time to man up. Why sober is dope? Because sobriety is. It's the original panacea. You want to be healthy? You want to become a millionaire? You want to live your best life? And sometimes we have to make sacrifices. Everyone could talk a good game, but not many of us is willing to make a sacrifice. If you're struggling out there, don't be afraid. If you, if you drugged out, there's hope. If you can't put that bottle down for some reason, it's hope. Why sober is dope? Because it is. It's life. And we promote life. We promote transformation and new beginnings. Yeah, let's get it. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the Sober's Dope Podcast with your host, Pop Buchanan. Um, today, I want to talk about rescuing yourself and taking time to transform yourself in recovery and in life. And understanding that some at points in our life and on our journey, we're going to have to leave some people behind. We're going to have to leave behaviors behind and we're going to have to walk through the fire and we're going to have to travel on our own journey. And sometimes that's going to be lonely, but we have to do the work first. We have to rescue ourselves in order to rescue others, in order to be a hero to others, in order to come back and create change. Sometimes we could be held back by trying to bring everyone with us on the journey, right? And everyone has their own journey. And sometimes you get pulled back. And I was inspired by this, um, listening to one of my mentors, Lisa Nichols, who you guys heard on the podcast before. Um, the motivational speakers that I present in the podcast are people that helped me over the last 10 years. Uh, I I tend to follow and do a lot of research and I have like my top 10 go-to motivational thought leaders that help me. And I like to share them with you guys because that's part of my journey, right? You know, Eric Thomas, Bob Proctor, Lisa Nichols, um, Les Brown, Inky Johnson, um, Jim Rome. And there's a lot more, right? Paramahansa Yogananda, a lot of the spiritual thought leaders, T.D. Jakes. um, And um, so you hear a lot of these voices and a lot of these ideas and a lot of these talks from these incredible people because I want to expose you guys to these great minds. 
And Lisa Nichols is a celebrated motivational speaker who has inspired millions through her seminars and her role as a featured teacher on The Secret. She's the founder of Motivating the Masses and the CEO of Motivating the Team Spirit. Now, the thing I love about Lisa Nichols is she started from a real rock bottom. And it wasn't a rock bottom in the addiction sense. It was what she called being bankrupt. She was emotionally bankrupt, psychologically bankrupt, spiritually bankrupt. She just was bankrupt financially. And her story touches me because she was, you know, the person that she was had her son with, he was locked up. And then she went to the bank to pull out $20 out the ATM. And she realized that she didn't have $20 to pull out to feed her son and to put diapers on her son. And that literally forced Lisa Nichols to make a radical commitment there and then that she's going to do everything in her power to transform her life so she could transform her son's life and that he would never have to experience the hard times that she experienced. So when she hit rock bottom and she calls her former rock bottom being bankrupt financially, physically, emotionally, and all of that, she transformed her life. And she tends to have a theory that, you know, you have to let your cup overflow right? So you could be able to help others. So it's a metaphor for giving back, but it's also a metaphor that we have to make it happen for our family. We have to be the ones to make it happen for our recovery. We have to be the ones who go through the fire. We have to be the ones who walk through that door. We have to be the ones who rescue ourselves and transform our lives so we can come back and create larger change, right? So it's going to mean like it's probably going to be many lonely nights of you following your dream. You're probably going to be doing this thing by yourself for a very long time, right? Um, and, and while you're doing those things and while you're fighting and you're fighting for your dreams and you're fighting for your recovery, you have to know that it's a bigger picture, right? Um, I remember my recovery and my rehab, they used to say you can't be with your codependent partner because you can't get sober if the person that you're with is not trying to get sober. So if you're, this is what they encourage. If you was in a relationship with someone who you would, that was, you was your codependent spouse or codependent partner and they were still using they're like, you probably have to cut that relationship because in order for you to go through this fire and to get find your recovery and to walk on this journey, you can't take this person with you if they're not willing to change. And if you're too busy trying to transform them, somehow you're not going to find success in your recovery, right? So the idea was I had to walk through the fire first. I had, I had to leave the old neighborhood. I had to leave the old places. I had to leave the old mind. Mindset. I had to leave all of that behind. The slipper, the slippery places, the the danger zones, the triggers, all of that. The old thought, the old me, the old pop. I had to leave the old pop behind. And there's times where I look in my pictures and I think about my old lifestyle and I say, man, you're so different. Don't party. You don't do all of these things. But I have to walk on this journey. 
and some rescue. I'm still in the process of rescuing myself. So ladies and gentlemen, this is really important, right? These are, I'm doing a series of short nuggets for you guys because I need to get in and out with a lot of different thought forms that I want to bring to you. And I want to leave you here with this before we listen to the wonderful Lisa Nichols explain this briefly to us and eloquently Remember, you have to walk through the door alone. You have to pick yourself up from the bootstraps. You have to rescue yourself. And a lot of us in recovery did that. But what we also know, we're, this is bigger sometimes than our recovery. This is life. So after we find our recovery, we have to fight to maintain that. And that's always going to be a challenging road. But then we still have to rebuild our lives from the ground up. We, we have to f- feed our families. We have to realize a real dream. We have to hit our goals so we can't slack off, you know. Um, You know, are you going to be able to get that house? Are you going to be able to put those kids through school? Are you going to be able to provide for your family? Are you going to be able to live the life that you deserve? Not just getting by. Not just check the check. I'm tired. I'm personally tired of the check, the check, the check, the hustle, the just getting by. It's, It's just a reminder that you're not rooted in your passion. It's just a reminder that you're not taking the proper steps in the journey for you to achieve your abundance and your real dreams. Think about it, right? Now, the people out there that makes more money, they're going to they work 50 times harder than we do in the nine to five world. They don't they work way more hours. But you know what? They don't feel the impact because they're doing what they need to do and what they want to do. And they're following their voice. They're following their passion. They're trusting themselves and they're rescuing themselves out of poverty, out of mediocrity, out of being average, out of being check to check, out of just cutting it, out of stress. The thing is, we have to minimize the stress in our recovery from financial issues. We have to minimize the stress from lack, to minimize the stress from not hitting our goals, to fighting these damn bill collectors and, and being unhappy and unfulfilled in our lives because we're doing what we need to do to get by, not what we have to do to excel, right? So ladies and gentlemen, I encourage all of us today, let's get real, let's rescue ourselves, let's walk through that door, let's make it happen. I'll catch you on the other side. I was willing to completely die to any form of me that I had been so that I can birth the woman that I was becoming. The reason why a lot of people won't become who they want is because they're too attached to who they've been. So I was willing to let go of everything and everybody. See, another reason why people won't get there is because the doorway is for you to fit through. You trying to carry everybody else through because you trying to be rescue 911. And you got to rescue you first. I am much more valuable to my family and to my community because I was willing to let them go. Go through the door myself. Teach myself. Learn myself. Condition myself. And then come back and get them. I'm much more valuable to them now. But I had to go through a window time of 10 years of judgment, 
You leaving us, hanging out with white people all the time. You going to these crazy countries. We, we don't know what you... I, I had to be willing to, to allow my conviction to make me inconvenienced. See, we want to grow, but we want to stay liked by everybody. I was willing to be my own rescue at the risk of your approval. But most of us aren't like that. 